very excitingly, we have recorded this podcast outdoors. Therefore, we are also joined by dogs, loud people and helicopters. Please bear this in mind when listening to this podcast. Hello, I'm Rach. And I'm Norris. And this is Revival Nuggets. The show where we get excited about revival and the bringing of life to the seemingly mundane. And this is the penultimate pod. Welcome everyone to this week's pod. We are, it's very exciting, switching up the Brysons. Rachel has done the dirty on me and has decided she needs to work really hard this week. <laughs> so I welcome... By necessity. By Forced by necessity. necessity. Which Bryson is still left in London. Just needed one. Just the, anyone. The older, the better. You're only two minutes right. into the pod. So by oh, the no. end of the pod, guys, we'll create a poll as to no, which Bryson not. you have preferred. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Anyway... This is Jay. He decided that it'd be best for us to meet in a graveyard to uh, to, to do this podcast. To, to be which fair, is where we are. Wait, does this mean that I am the first Bryson to have spent more than like thirty seconds this in your presence? Is I think this might be like exactly what this means. Essentially, essentially, <laughs> you and Bryce, right? Have you haven't really met? We haven't really met. No, we're, I think probably yeah, a twenty-second me and you. I mean, we've we've had a beer. So we've had a beer. <laughs> Before I let Jay speak uh, for too long, we need to do an actual announcement. It's all very exciting. So this is the precursor to the finale of the Revival Nuggets podcast. Don't quite know how Jay got this gig, but he did. We are going to be ending our series in two weeks time when Rachel and I will finally meet properly it's going to be huge there's going to be a party it's going to be insane the whole of London will hear both of you screaming in the park now it's going to be like (laughs) so this is basically the warm up to the final event Uh, we just wanted to prepare you guys (laughs) thank you we brought in like look yeah I'm like the the stand up comedian before the big act without to get the audience going right okay so jay basic few facts and figures you know we want the audience need to get to know you they do okay so firstly what is your what is your pod drink of choice my pod drink of choice currently brew dog punk ipa it's a postmodern classic um it's a beautiful 5.6 which means (laughs) that you can drink it as a percentage um (laughs) sustainably without losing coherence um but Um, also i've become partial to dare i say it during lockdown uh, a vodka tonic. Oh, no, 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 stop. I like I like soda lime. Vodka soda lime. That's what you mean. But do you know why I cannot drink it? It's, no, I can't say this. It's because it's called a skinny bitch. When you order it at a pub, it's called, <laughs> like, can I have a skinny bitch, please? Can I have a skinny bitch? So that's why I cannot drink this in public. So I have to therefore drink beer. No, I'm a big fan of the vodka soda lime. What's it called? Vodka, vodka soda, soda lime. Vodka soda lime. It's all very confusing doing yeah. with someone that is not Rachel. Uh, so speaking of Rachel, you're her older brother. I am. Do you feel like you've really nurtured her as she's grown up? I think everything she is is a product of my brilliant tutorage. Oh, is it? Oh, fantastic. (laughs) I can't say that. (laughs) I think she's learned from my mistakes and, and, um, yeah, I think that's probably it. She's learned from from some of my mistakes and um, hopefully Phil's learned from some of my successes as well. Good. She's still not as good at, there's a big, there's a big Bryson, Bryson competition as to who's the best at the card game hearts. 
Ooh. Rachel likes to think she's the best. And although she's won on a couple of occasions, we all know that I'm actually better. Interesting. So I was she. trained to quite a high level in Brazil at heart. Trained? trained. I underwent formal training. I was trained. So that's good. I don't know if I... That was about 10 years ago, so I don't know if I remember any of that. Well, in that case, surely in the final pod, you and Rach have to play a game of hearts. No, you'll be too busy laughing. We'll be too yeah, busy yeah, laughing. Too busy laughing. <laughs> we'll be too busy laughing. So your older brother, do you know? Do you want to know a fun fact I would love that I know fact. about you? So oh, the no. thing is about Jay is that having spoken to Rachel for fourteen weeks, I know a lot about Jay. Um, <laughs> so Jay, when's your birthday? Sixth of March. I knew that. Do you want to know why Jay, I know you that? Can't, you can't ask me and then say, "Yeah, I got it." You should have told <laughs> me when my birthday was. Stop you it. should have been like, "Your birthday is the sixth of March, mate." You've just lost all credibility. <laughs> We're not even that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, carry that on. That can't go in. No, no, it's definitely going no, in. No, 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 That's no. definitely going in. No, wait, can we do that again? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Can you tell me your impressive fact that I've okay, just told so you. Okay, your fun fact. Okay, yeah. right, so, no. <laughs> so you're born on the 6th of March, okay? I am, yeah. It sounds so lame now, I can't. Come on, tell me your fun fact that I've just told Did you. Did you know that your birthday is also Ghanaian Independence Day? <laughs> oh, my goodness. We can't. We can't go there. Moving on. Moving on. Oh gosh, I completely ruined that. It's so much easier, Rachel. Okay, finally, what's your fave pod so far? My fave pod (laughs) so far. Wow. Of you've done eleven. All of them. Twelve. Bit more. Yeah. How many? Okay, let's be straight up, Jay. (laughs) How many of our pods have you listened to? Straight up. Straight up. Hundred percent. Um, it, 100% is not the answer 100% honesty I, I mean, You haven't even listened to boy pods I've listened to three outrageous. I've listened to three Do you know how much you can learn about women from the boy pod? Oh, women are confusing though yeah. like, <laughs> Not if you listen to the boy pod If I listen to the boy pod it right up Okay fine, there we go Tonight, <laughs> Tonight boy pods There you go Done, <laughs> Done. So obviously uh, this pod is actually about revival still nice. um, And um, I was actually given a list Jay of, um, of topics that you would be into with regards to revival. How okay, do you feel yeah. about that? Okay, cool. So this reading. This is a preemptive list from Rach. Yeah. yeah. Reading, crosswords, adventure. Reading, crosswords, <laughs> yeah. adventure. Sport. We've already done that. So you can't talk about sport. Okay, yeah. Sport is banned on this pod. Sport is banned. I'm off. I'm done. I'm gone. Uh, what else we got? The persecuted church. Yeah, yeah. Apparently you're good on that. I love that. Um, grace. Good to always be. Uh, always good to be. Always yeah. good to know about Grace and the lads, as previously <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> the lads. Have you got anything else you want to add to the list of your interests regarding revival? Regarding revival. Um. Well, I like the word. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the word revival. It's just being most alive. Yeah. And it's 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 fully expressing all of what is good in all of the various different ways and shapes and, and means that that looks like. Aware that that look very different for every single person, but also. The re part of that is really important for me in the word revival because it's not like doing it for the first time. It's recognising that God has already... It's like that, that we are being made... Well, oh, flipping love KXE as a church. And um, Pete Hughes, the man the, the man, the legend, obviously talks about the two Greek words for new when all things are being made new. He doesn't say we're going to make all things new, i.e. from scratch. It means rebirthed, renewed, re developed um, and I think that is what revival is is it's taking something that has already existed it's taking something that already been it's taking something that has already got structure in it and it's actually re-breathing life into it and seeing that explode in joy and fantasticism and glory rather than being like oh let's create it from scratch and it's like a truth that's already occurred you can't yeah, yeah, even yeah, yeah. it's not a new fad it's not a craze it's yeah. not a 
it's not a frenzy it's the truth that has occurred 2000 years ago and since yeah. then the spirit has been moving and that's what we're yeah. calling it again just a re-moving again of the spirit yeah. that came about right in the early church which reminds you of the story you're taking part in right is is it's is it's not me trying to be when I if, if a church is like we're really chasing after revival or if I in my life like I would really love to see revival happen it's not me in off the power of my own steam going let's create something it's it's actually even in the way the word is formed it requires me to look back at the, the history that it comes from and saying let me join with the chorus of the, mm. and the anthem of nations and time that I can join in with and, and partner with that and like stand on their shoulders it necessitates it and I like that because it's not your startup mentality where you're like going to create the next best thing you're you've got you've got to have the humility to join in with the best thing and that is the presence of god and everything has already gone before you yeah yeah and then he fills you anew with it yeah is that what inspires you about revival then the joining in with people that have gone before us that's definitely part of it yeah yeah, like like it's like when you sing. there are some hymns when you sing or some really powerful songs when you sing them and you can sometimes in my mind i visualize the fact that that has been sung by people for thousands of years and I'm joining in the quite literal chorus of people who have voiced the same words worshipping the same gods across different times in different feeling different and you're joining in the chorus of that Um, yeah I love that but also I think it's because I I realise our need for it right It's, it's both you get to join with the chorus of people but also I look at the hurting world and go it's just desperately required that we have some sense of we're all yearning for joy we're all yearning for completeness we're all yearning to be loved and known to be yeah. to be fully known and fully loved and the only way we find that is in god steve coulson and rachel Wilshire, now rachel coulson got married a couple of years ago and um andy croft came was speaking at their wedding and he said um he just gave the most emphatically simple glorious sermon that kicked me quite frankly in the nads and like that's maybe it, it, yeah we just it just kicked, it just punched me in the face because because he outlined the fact that marriage does not work if you are not fully known i.e mm. like n- emotionally naked with each other you're saying this is who i am these are my good things these are my bad things these are things these are things i don't want to tell you these are things i'm going to hide these are these are the kind of things that i would normally do that nobody sees but i'm going to show it to you but it only works if you are fully that and at the same time fully loved regardless and that that is a picture of what we're all gagging for is to be fully emotionally spiritually vulnerably psychologically like naked and yet loved and appreciated seen seen fully and loved fully because the danger is if you if you see someone fully and don't love them then you're saying what i see i don't like and then and then you you're there's judgment there right and if you if you love someone but you don't fully see them then the person who's being loved is always going to go, oh, but you wouldn't really love me if you didn't really see me. Like, you know, if you really knew that about me, you wouldn't really love me. So you doubt the love that's been given to you. There's a real beauty and in, in being able to turn around and say, I am fully seen. I'm, in fact, in terms of what God sees, God sees all the things I'm going to continue to do. Yeah. And, and he still loves me. I think that is, that, that for me is, is. That is probably at the heart of the, such the core insecurity of our generation oh massive yeah and me and you yeah i'm part of our generation yes we are we are right in the center of it but it's that if you fully knew who i was then you wouldn't love me yeah that's a voice and it's a voice of to be quite frank the enemy that speaks over people Mm. and says you wouldn't be loved if people knew who you were and god's saying trust me you are so loved you can't even imagine it 
And then I guess that makes sense because then when you're talking about marriage, actually marriage is in this world because it is a, a, almost a reflection of God's relationship with us and we, put, we sort of see that in marriage. If in a marriage where you're yeah, fully known and fully loved, then that is an amazing reflection on earth of, of God and his people. And hopefully that is what shines out, not necessarily all the things we do or all the... In, in what's the book Ecclesiastes when he's like chasing after the wind chasing after the dust chasing after shadow that's it chasing, chasing, after, shadow. chasing after shadow we got there chasing <laughs> after shadow I think that's a flipping perfect description of what life is like when I love the fact the dog is barking about that flipping yeah. but like it's a flipping the dog's the wise mate the dog is the wise mate we don't have one it's the dog I'm the wise mate yeah. <laughs> but like chasing after the shadows is like what life is like unless it is eternally backed by the goodness of God so I'd say we are at a fairly similar stage of life. For you, I'm just interested to hear, has there been times that you have really struggled with that concept of being fully known and fully loved? A hundred percent, like, day, and uh, daily sounds like such a cop-out, doesn't it? Not day, I tell you what, yeah, every time I think about it, I struggle with it. Every time I actually spend the time and, and allow my mind to pause, and think about the fact that I'm fully known and fully loved. It, it's like my mind is saying, computer says no. I think it's very easy to glibly say that as a sentence, right? The, the like, you're fully known and fully, yeah, yeah, fully known and fully loved. Yeah. But the reality is, what does that look like on a day-to-day -day basis? And how does that, how does the rubber hit the road there? And it stop becoming some theoretical concept that you can articulately, thank you, describe, like, without, <laughs> like, without actually physically doing something about. And the reality is the rubber hits the road in in firstly how you look at yourself which comes from how you understand god looks at you and secondly how you relate to other people and we are so formed again i'm just gonna steal now this is another pete right pete james is bang on he he's done a lot of thinking and and rightly so around how much we are formed by the world around us and how much just existing in london has an impact on how we view each other and how we view ourselves and how we view the world on how we think about our position, like what we're chasing after, what the goals we're chasing after, like what, 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 what lifestyle we're looking for, what, like, what kind of people we want to become. And the reality is I really struggle to allow myself to be only formed by the opinion of God. What and opinions do you feel come into play? Uh, every other opinion. Such my as? housemates, my parents, my sister, my <laughs> workplace. I feel the key thing is that to glibly say the sentence, you are fully known and fully loved. And uh, well, it, it misrepresents the truth of how hard that is to actually get to grips with. Like, And that ultimately is the truth that basically everyone is trying to get to grips with and I, doesn't have an answer for. Yeah, I think we're chasing. I think, I think everyone longs to be known. That's why we have Instagrams and Twitters and Facebooks and we post photos and we put makeup on and we go to the gym and because we want to curate how we're viewed. We want to curate how we're seen. We want to have some control over how other people view us. I am so guilty of wanting to curate how people view me. Like, and part of that's a professional thing, right? So like you walk into office room and you're like, right, I've actually got to impress some senior stakeholders. I've really, it's, really, it's really crucial here that like, I give off an impression that I'm a fundamentally brilliant management consultant who's changing the world. Like, and part of that's a good thing, right? There's, there's, there's no bad thing to, to somewhat chameleoning, but the danger is, is if that goes too deep, right? and you allow that to fundamentally impact how you view yourself as a human being, 
which, which, which I don't think it does for me necessarily, but mm. like, well, it does at times. What you said about makeup's interesting. I guess from my perspective, actually, if I think about it, whether I wear mascara or what top I wear or how I think I'm viewed, it doesn't... I think sometimes there's that feeling that you're trying to acquire things and that by acting in a certain way and being a certain way that you will, you kind of will earn things. And actually, if we realise that we are... Um, we're fully loved and fully known and actually for me it's more like fully knowing that that what I've what God's got for me in my life is a gift like I don't have to earn it then actually if we live that way there's so much freedom because we can completely be ourselves and realize that that actually everything we have around us that we want and desire is in fact actually a gift from God and he knows what we want and he knows what we need because he knows us so that desire to earn just sort of dissipates, really. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I get that. Like, I think for me, the thing I love and struggle with about faith is that is the beauty and the paradox of God saying, I see you and I've seen everything you've ever done and I see everything you will do. Like, and I love you in spite of it. Yeah. And that just is both music to my ears because it is exactly what the very depth of me is longing for and it's also a logic defying love that makes absolutely no sense because I see myself as a product of my actions and that is the beautiful frustrating paradox of grace where God's going you are enough you are enough for me Jay and that's great I love you and I've made you a certain way so I can use you in this world you're not just an accident you are created in a way that means that you can be so so powerful in my kingdom i quite like where that went it was good you don't think it's good do you you think it's good what do you think i don't really care i i I don't don't, no 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 no. in a a very gentle way I, i think it's right to not care yeah whether it was good because i I'm not doing that for people's affection. I'm not doing it to change the world or to have a particular impact on another person. I think this is a glorious forum to long to see the goodness of God happen, but also that I shouldn't really care how it feels to do it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're doing it because you're like, oh, but will my mates from St Andrews like it? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, yeah, I just don't care. I mean, um, we'll be showing on it. No, Jane. Yeah, fair, um, no, fair, but... fair, fair, <laughs> fair, fair. I don't think, for what it's worth, I think that you are so likeable that you can pretty much say anything on a pod. And be okay. <laughs> very, very kind. Very kind. <laughs> so, in in all the podcasts I've listened to, which we've worked out, is <laughs> three. Three. <laughs> I've, I've been led to believe that there is a nugget, the Norris there nugget. Is, there is a that Norris happens every nugget. Week. There is. You've, I've spent so long having a beer with you. I've now not come not up, come up with, with, a nugget. A, with a nugget. Okay. Uh, let's think of one. Well, um, no, it's your job. You're the nugget <laughs> bringer. You are the. You are the... Uh, okay, my nugget is revival. Should we bring it back to revival? Bring it back That's to revival. good, isn't it? I'm going to bring it back to revival. Revival can seem like a big worldwide movement across the church, but ultimately it is about more and more people who are almost the least likely of people coming to know that they are fully known and fully loved by God and he has incredible plans for their life. They do not need to earn, they just need to go with the flow of what he is doing and he will do all sorts and 
they can live in freedom because of that. That's my nugget. That's oh, I've nugget. always wanted to learn how to do that. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. That's good, that's good, that's good. I like that, I like that. There we go, that's done. Good nugget. On that note, I hope you've all enjoyed uh, having Jay as a replacement for, not replacement, Jay A uh, sub in. I essentially, I am the Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer of podcasts. Super sub, comes on, when most needed, scores the goal. Smashes and then it. Smashes it and then subs off. Doesn't, you know, zero effort and then... I actually joking. know who Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer is. I'm also so not love. a Man U fan. No. I'm not a Man U fan, no. Um, I support Southampton, obviously, the best football club in the world. Oh, classic. Of course, he's going to get that in there. Yeah, of course. That's <laughs> quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, cool. So, um, I'm sure a lot of you can debate that. Uh, but what you cannot debate is that his, it has been fantastic having Jay Bryson on the pod. And also, what we cannot debate is that we are all sad and very excited for what will be the finale of Revival Nuggets, the podcast, in two weeks' time, 16th of July. Get ready to party. See you later. Wait, surely that's just the end of season one. There's going to be season two, isn't there? Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Okay, and I can see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> there you go. Smash it. Lush. And I quote, we've been here for 45 minutes talking about all sorts, okay? We get to the point where we're like, oh, maybe we should start talking about the pod. Guess what he goes? Sorry, what's it called again? What's no, it no, called no, again? No, let's clarify that. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's clarify. Let's clarify okay. what happened there. Okay, so, I, you know when you just need a mental jog to be like, to remember the exact key phrase you're looking for? I could remember the pink and white. I just couldn't remember the name. <laughs>